Hi, I'm Neil S. Falk, soundtrack producer and Star Trek background extra, and you're listening to Geek Soul Brother and the Nerdy Venoms. GSB Radio. Yeah, they're not showing any of those Canadian episodes of Mr. Rogers from the mid or mid sixties. <laughs> wow. You got a lot of hate in you. <laughs> Hey, where you at? He was blind. We're gonna let him. We're gonna let him express some of that hate tonight. On this yeah, show. he is. Hey, people out there. Hi, people. Geek Soul Hi. Brother here with my nerdy venom. We're excited. We're excited to come back and talk to you guys about movies and TV shows. We saw a couple things. I'm glad JD saw. King Arthur. We saw King Arthur, Legend of a Sword. Did you yep. see it, Toby? Did you get a chance? Nah, to I tried. I didn't make it. No, it's 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 a pretty good movie. It's not a bad movie at all. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> you can uh, you can go jump. Yeah. And yes, I know it's an aggregated site compiled by different critics and blah blah blah. Rotten Tomatoes. You can go jump because <laughs> you guys don't know. You guys don't know where where can it jump to. Where can it jump to? Bottle Again, catch they up. don't understand into, British humor. They really don't. They, yes, they they could jump into they they could jump out of the critics box and into somewhere else. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, have you ever watched a single episode of Are You Being Served in Your Life? Who me? What? Yeah, you. <laughs> I've watched most of the British uh, TV shows. You probably haven't. What the fuck have are you, you talking watched? about? <laughs> You're gonna you get into a battle you can't win here, JD. Yeah, no, 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 darling, you ain't never seen you, you ain't never seen Monty Python. You don't know what to tell you. Hold on, born in Britain, grew up on British TV. Okay. So do know most of them. Have seen pretty much everything except for yeah, the late ones. Because I haven't watched and been catching up on the shows that have been coming out of Britain. But for the most part, yeah, yeah, pretty much got them. Yeah. So like yeah, hit said. me. Hit her up. And I think Dalek. I, I I think JD's been watching longer than you, Dalek. So mm. yeah, uh, might not know what. Might not know the deal. Yeah, and repeats count. Repeats count. Yeah. <laughs> All the oh, reruns. Repeats count. Counts for, counts for <laughs> each. <laughs> I mean, I watch shows that you, of course, experience. all really hate, like Top Gear and all of it. Just, you know, everything that you hate that's British. What, yeah, the, usually what, the, hell, what the hell's wrong with Top Gear? Like, I, I, mean, original, I mean, the original Top Gear is boring as hell, but only when they talk about cars. But, but um, I mean, once it became just... Oh, screw this. Get on the introductions. <laughs> I was about to say. Anyway, we'll, we'll save the conversation for later. Welcome to episode, I think it's 240. Uh, what is it, 348? <laughs> we forgot. Oh, we know. 348. <laughs> yes. Sure show, damn it. I, <laughs> I just know we've been here for a long time. Right on the website. Unfortunately, I can't see the website at the, at, at the moment. Yes, it phone. is 348, yes. That's awesome. Three forty-eight of Geek Soul Brother and the Nerdy Venom. Watch it, people. It's a bell show. You know, there's always some language, as you know by now. There's always some language. <laughs> stuff to watch a kitty. But um, we got that. We got King Arthur. 
And I finished, to my delight, I finished Master of None, the Aziz Ansari uh, show, the second season. season. I was very happy with the first season. Couldn't wait to jump into the second season. And it just started with such a, a, a creative um, a, a creative uh, uh, direction for it that I just kept on going, kept binging, and uh, watched the whole thing. It's really good. And it's really it's a short watch, 10 episodes, half an hour each episode. It's really not that uh, uh, long of a binge. So um, I, we'll talk about I, that. And I, 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 I think I, Alex I, said that he had I have a something. Review. Yeah, I saw something. Good. So we'll 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 talk about Dalek's uh, mystery mystery media that he saw, <laughs> mystery mm. content that he saw. Anyway, anyway, uh, hit us up in uh, iTunes and Stitcher. Really appreciate that. Give us comments. Uh, give us ratings. That would be great. Um, uh, tell your friends. We really could use the numbers. We really would love for you to spread the word. And tell your friends Yay. about it. You know you got some geek friends. I hope you're not that. I hope you're not that geek that uh, that that doesn't have too many friends. But I think nowadays you can't throw a rock without hitting another geek. So you can definitely tell your friends about that. Also hit me on the blog geeksoulbird.com. Reviews and trailers, and I got a donate button on there. You can help out the show, or you can go to. Hey, uh, what's our other thing? Patreon? Patreon.com slash GeekSoulBrother. Thank you. I couldn't see it in my head. I was like, what <laughs> Patreon.com slash GeekSoulBrother. You can hit there give us some uh, donations and stuff. Yeah, I'm going to forget everything. No, <laughs> it's always I, a good I'm show. It's going to be such a good show. I'm glad I, uh, I'm glad I woke up tonight. I went, to, I went to take a little nap after work. So you and the dog woke me up in like half an hour. About half an hour ago, I hope to. Good dog. Good dog. He's always a good. Well, he's a good dog except when he wakes me up in the mornings and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, let me introduce these nerdy bands to you for you guys that are new to the show. We really appreciate you listening. We got JD, aka Twitterella. Yes, I've watched most of the British television shows. Telling you. And you know what you're talking about. I I do. <laughs> yeah, whatever. We also <laughs> we also got we also got Toby Wonkadobi. Won't you be my neighbor? <laughs> we also got uh, John, aka the Private. Mew 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 mew. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you'll get milk after That's the funny. show. <laughs> That's we also have M Dog. You took my line, but I'm still gonna do it. Meow 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 meow. <laughs> Promo code GSB. Meow 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 meow. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, you can have the rest of the milk when he's done after the show. That's funny. And we don't have uh we don't have uh, uh, Archie Manor, right? We don't have uh, Not yet. She might sneak yeah, up. No, on no. Uh, she might pop up. Freak we'll out of the shadows. And all, all, all stealth-like later on in the show. I always never mention our silent wonder in the beginning of the show, but we always have, um, most of the time, we have Sharita, a.k.a. Silent Wonder, 
listening in the background and giving uh, you know giving some insight and, and input meow, meow. in the in, in our own little private chat shout out to her meow, meow. finally finally we got the 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 man that has not watched as much British TV as he thinks he's watched yeah. <laughs> you didn't you see it. I am going to punch you so hard. <laughs> He'll cap you, you know that, right? <laughs> With his That's tits. Funny. <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, we got also, good for you. I'm also, Betty Abelwood is hot. Oh, Lord. What? What? Um, <laughs> He's I'm, about I'm definitely feeling the energy, so let's get started. As always, before reviews, before trailer talk, before uh, um, our fake movie film, before all of that, we go to the nerdy news. And let's check, take a look at the poll. Hmm, it's a tie. I mean, someone has to break the tie. And that will be me. So enjoy, folks! <laughs> And oh, I don't watch enough British television to know what the BBC election theme sounds like. Oh no, I'm a plebeian. Oh no. Oh boy. Meow 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 meow. Shut the hell up. Meow 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 meow. Dude, that was such a bad recording. I couldn't tell what it was, much less where it was from. Oh, that. Let's not talk about the sound quality on this show. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, let's not. <laughs> anyway, take it away, private. All right, we begin tonight with the comic book with the comic Black Panther and the crew uh, being ca- prematurely canceled over the weekend. Nobody bought it. Yeah, over the weekend it was announced that the new Tennessee Coates uh, title was being pulled after just two uh, issues. Uh, the author made a statement to The Verge saying that the, that the series uh, was canned due to poor sales, quote-unquote, and will finish after its sixth issue. Now, I do want to point out that this title has had zero promotion by Marvel as they put all their time, energy, and talent towards the Secret Empire event. So, in other words, Marvel Comics would rather support Nazis than diverse storylines. And if you want to talk about it more or listen about it more, we talked about this on the last episode of on Comic Thursday. Gahani. Yep. yep. Yeah. Cross promotion. Yeah, That's, That's why yeah, I it is what it is. It is what it is. It's, you know, it's all kinds of things. Um, uh, I think World of Wakanda might be doing okay. No, I no, that's done. A long time ago. But I don't think it was canceled. That was just a miniseries. Oh, oh that guy can't. Okay. That guy can't. No, because he it oh, was it meant to be a long. Yeah. I mean, the idea that like you know, you know some somebody... ancillary characters and Black Panther could support a book was kind of you know a pipe dream. <laughs> yeah. You know what? You know what? If you guys want to again, shout out to uh, Jeff Thorne. If you guys want to uh, uh, 
check out a pretty good comic. I think it's still running called Mosaic. And uh, no, that got canceled character. too. <laughs> yeah, that got canceled what? also. <laughs> All right, now yeah. now I'm pissed. Yeah, now that was I'm like there was a calling at Marvel recently. They chopped off a bunch of stuff. Mosaic had no point in existing. Stuff. That book was a bore. What? Ooh, what? Like, I, I, like, I wanted to like it, but that book was like, yammer, 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 talk, 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 and there was nothing going on the entire time. Yes, exactly. Talk, talk, talk. It wasn't compelling. What are you talking about? It was a beautiful, it was a nice little character uh, study of a guy. A guy I mean, it would have worked fine as, like, you know, a collected, top. like, you know, as a graphic novel, but as single issues where it's just yammering for months, it didn't work. Oh, <laughs> the they do have the trade out, so volume one's out now. <laughs> yeah, volume one of one. I, I, I can't see your point because I did collect like a whole bunch at once because it was already out. Yeah, I mean, if it was already out, I read it as it came out and it was suffering. Can I? Can I ask? Oh, well, maybe so, yeah. Considering your suffering, M Dog. Anyway, oh, well, what kind of the deal? What's the deal with the title mosaic always being used with like? Well, uh, black comics because I what's the, the green, oh, yeah, green lantern mosaic I actually own all those issues that's a good one though yeah, yeah the, so, is so is Marvel's mosaic you just don't you just didn't get into it yeah whatever it's a good comic yeah yeah. All right. Uh, it's that it's that time of the year, folks, where shows live or die by the press release or by presentations. In other words, it's upfront time. Uh, they started this week, so last week we found out which of our favorite shows have been picked up and which have been canned. Uh, some series that have been renewed include uh, Once Upon a Time, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Blindspot, iZombie, The Originals, The Exorcist, The Shannara Chronicles, which is now going to Spike, which will eventually be called Paramount Channel, and an odd last-minute edition of Timeless on NBC's part. I uh, think I we're going to get to the point where the shows we like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I like Yeah, yeah. Get your head out of your ass. Uh, How did Agents of Shield <laughs> make it out of this <laughs> season alive? Dude, because it because got somebody uh, paid somebody. Yeah, because it's did like, it get good? Because like last season stunk. No, it was good, no, but this was even better. Yeah. So yeah. there you go. Shut yeah, enjoy getting, enjoy getting buried on Friday. <laughs> Uh, anyway, some of the victims include Sleepy Hollow, APB, Son of Tho- Zorn, Powerless, and a few others. Not no, the nothing son. Of value was lost. Not the son of Rose oh, Rosewood. Sorry. No. Well, yeah. oh. That's not really a uh, genre. They put it on Friday, so. Oh, my favorite show. Uh, so so far, new series have been picked up. Uh, include Black Lightning, The Purge, which apparently won't have The Purge in it. It's This Sarah's... Is Us. That's all it is. That's the next yeah. season of This Is Us is the purge. Uh, Sarah Sahi's Reverie, which is like a VR experience kind of series. Wait, they're uh, bringing back VR5? No, no, no. Oh, no. Kind of like they have it. a cliffhanger ending that they haven't resolved. Uh, the sci-fi series <laughs> Krypton, as well as Happy. Night Flyers, The Crossing, which is like uh, future people end up in the past to get away from a war. It's the 4400. Yeah, and the Galaxy Quest-like series, The Orville. Which looks uh, hilarious. <laughs> now, more will be announced uh, throughout the week, so check out at 5 Nordy Venoms regularly. The Orville looked hilarious. I expected nothing out of it when I saw it with Seth MacFarlane, but like I watched the trailer and I was laughing. It's like basically Galaxy Quest, the TV series, which I'm okay with. Okay. I like Galaxy Quest. Aren't we all? 
Uh, is the Justice League film in more trouble than we previously thought? Yes. Uh, <laughs> how, could it be, how could it be in any more trouble? It is. The, I mean, if, if it was something we didn't think about, it would probably be doing perfectly fine. Uh, rumors going around that the reshoots the production is currently doing are pretty significant, as if they're redoing most of the film. Not <laughs> only that, but this is apparently the second time they've made major changes to the film. They're just adding light. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want it as dark this time. They just... We're finally giving the costumes color. <laughs> they're photoshopping yeah. it. <laughs> Uh, now, this is only a rumor, so take it with a grain of salt. But uh, if it can be believed, <laughs> oh, great. I, I really do think this movie is doomed. I mean, they're... Oh, it is so doomed. I think they're going to pull it off. They, they don't have enough. They, they can't there. pull it off. The, the frame is too competitive. I mean, it's not well, like... Well, leading into this, Diane, and Le- Diane Lane is not exactly confident that Justice League will be as good as the first Avengers film. Uh, well, I mean, that's that's that's, well, that's a that bar. Peach There's tea. a bar. Uh, during an appearance on a show, a fan asked her if she could spoil anything about the film, as well as whether it will be better than the Marvel Studios film. Uh, the actress replied, "No, and no, and short and honest, short." But honest, I hate to disappoint. Since the oh. show aired, her publicist attempted to clarify the statement, saying that she was basically saying no comments to the fan. Oh, yeah. oh sure. no, yeah. no, sure. she forgot the forgot the word comment. Oh, like she said that <laughs> yeah, she was signing a Marvel contract that, behind their backs. So. Is that what they're trying to do? Be as good as the Avengers? Like. Come on. They yeah, better be. It sounds like an I mean, old that's the DC only way it can, like, you know, no, be a good movie. No, is if no they need to the focus Avengers. on being a good movie. They're I mean, old, they'll, good movie. I mean, they'll do something. You know, Justice League, they'll, they'll probably do, like, what, 180? They'll probably do, like, one, 170, 180. They're not going to do the... Uh, like, the yeah, do, I, it's, I'll do it's got, the opening weekend. They're going to do I don't, I don't know, because I mean, it really has to deal with the fact that they have to... Wonder Woman has to be huge, and it's probably not going to be that huge. Uh, and they've again, they've got oh, Wonder Woman. They got they've been downplaying like, Wonder Woman. Something's wrong with it, I think. Yeah, I, I don't know. Everything about it I've seen looks right to it, so I don't. Yeah. know. No, but they're like, like their promo the game is so minimal. Something is up with it. You don't be because that it's quiet women. You know why? And, and I, I, this is going back to the whole state. We've talked about this many times. I bet you 100% because it's a it's a female character directed by a woman that they're downplaying it thinking oh hey you know there's not going to be a market for it well, yeah, like well, you know, if well, it was not, better, yeah. like you know, they'd be shouting it from the rooftops. Something is up with this movie that they're so mum about it. I'm going to see it. You know what? I I don't know. I maybe I don't know because I mean, so what is it like? Sure. Three weeks till release, and they're like, I have not seen, but maybe three weeks. Two, yeah, two three TV weeks. ads. Yeah. That's hey, all I've seen. I mean, I've seen bad advertisement before. There's been a before. ton of ads. <laughs> I've seen there's a few been, ads. There, yeah, so, there's been nothing but ads about Wonder Woman. Yeah. And, and the little little clips from the trailers and everything else. There's been a lot of ads. It's been on TV, right? It's yeah. been on TV. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because it's all over the subways. A, a sister at my job that's not a nerd at all. I was talking about Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. And she was like, oh, oh yeah, I want to see that. That looks good. I just saw, she said, I just saw a preview, you know, on TV. And I was like, yeah, you like it, right? And she, she's like, oh, yeah, I got to see. We got to see that. We all got to see that. Hmm. So 
and 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 other people like got a lot of guys want to see it that don't be running to these films too so i don't know I, I i think you guys are right i think that they don't want to invest a lot of uh a lot yeah. of budget towards promotion until like right before the film which we've seen that before but, you gotta wonder if that frame is just cursed because they also put uh, Jonah Hex around this time a couple yeah. years ago. Well, Jonah Hex was true. Yeah. And they're coming off of behind <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy, which they knew was going to be big. So why but, put in all your advertisement during? But Guardians that's of the when Galaxy? you co-advertise to let, remind people, hey, this is coming. Like you know, you saw this awesome comic book movie. You, Here's another one. Coming. Yeah, you like, put. Yeah, well, we you put your. It, right? You don't let them take over. Like you're letting that. them take over the narrative if you don't say anything. That's the problem. No, but, they did. Yeah, right. They did right, show it in the theaters. The, I, the, like oddly enough, I did it. not have a Wonder Woman trailer in my in my. Yeah, show me it. neither. Me neither. I did. I, I don't remember. For, I don't remember. I usually I movies. usually get there after the trailer. No, because I was scratching my head at that one. It's like, how are you not having a trailer before this movie? It's like, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. what you do. Guardians okay. of the Galaxy had the Wonder oh. Woman trailer. Yeah, uh, I did. And the Spider-Man trailer. Yeah, I got the Spider-Man one, but that one is, like, awesome. By the way, Toby one, awesome. <laughs> I'm thinking about going to see Guardians tonight after the podcast. Oh, I would join you if I wasn't getting up tomorrow for work. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely be there. Anyway, uh, I, I, I am off tomorrow. Uh, anyway, uh, at the Royal Ontario Museum in Toronto, there are no dinosaurs, only Zool. Uh, uh, archaeologists Zool. Attached, attached to the museum discovered a new type of ankylosaur, uh, which they have jokingly half named, uh, jo- half jokingly named Zool Cruvest. Jeez, oh, I can't even pronounce it. Uh, <laughs> after the demon dog from Ghostbusters. Anyway, so. I mean, can't you basically just name these things anything you want anyway? Can't you just call it Gozer the Gozerian? <laughs> Why not the Keymaster? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we may be calling Dwayne Johnson the Rockin' Chief in the near future. Uh, uh, the actor was asked in an interview with GQ whether or not he would eventually run for president, for which he said, I think it's a real possibility. And, of wow. course, bolsters did not take long to calculate that he would very well beat the Snowflake and Chief in 2020. Dude, I don't, that, would, that, that would be the weirdest run, and, yeah, he would win. Yeah, I think it was if, the, if this keeps going, if, the, if you've been paying attention to the, this week, we, he might be running against Pence. Yo, <laughs> yo, he just has to give him the people I and drop the people elbow on Trump. Yeah, hey, I mean, I'd in. vote for him. <laughs> yeah, well, I would. I think I'd vote for the Rock. I would you vote for the Rock. Why not? If, 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 if he's running as a, if he's running as an independent, hell no. <laughs> I think, I he, think can do it. A, he has enough big fan base. I, I mean, think like, he's you know, a Republican. He dropped the people's no, elbow on Trump. No, I think he is. I think he's a he's a Republican. He's not a Democrat. But he might be a he might be a good Republican. How would you even know his political affiliation, <laughs> JD? Oh, because I've been you know, reading JD's up on the news about mail. it, and they named that he is he, he is voted as a Republican. And in you the know, she right outside his window. Have you seen him? Hello. (laughs) 
Shoot. Wrong with you people. She traced his tattoo. Taking pictures of his tattoo. She has it on her phone. Uh, speaking of the White House, we officially have Hydra in the White House, as per the web. Uh, an internet troll not only recently bought the domain www.hailhydra.com, but has also made it to, to redirect to whitehouse.gov. Hey, 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 Donald Trump said it was me. <laughs> I would believe that. Yeah, I believe it too. Uh, the actor's powers booth has passed away. The actor died on Sunday evening with his friend Bo Bridges sharing the news on Twitter. Uh, the Emmy Award winner was 68. That yeah. sucks. So, our condolences to his family. Uh, some yeah. other news: Maisie Williams and Anna Taylor Joy have joined. Anya Taylor Joy have joined the New Mutants as the characters Wolfbane and Magic, respectively. Actor Walter Walton Goggins has joined the cast in the next Maze Runner film. Apparently, it's never coming out. Jordan Peele is hooking up with HBO to a to develop a Lovecraftian horror anthology series. And he's not directing Acura. Yes. Uh, American Gods has been renewed for a second season. Uh, Cartoon Network is developing a series around the Lego movie character Unikitty. Uh, meanwhile, FXX is developing a Deadpool animated series with Donald Glover as co-creator. And there is a Judge Dread series in the works from the same production company that gave us Dread. So. Okay. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. Although, so Glover's working on Deadpool. So Glover's working on Deadpool series, and and uh, the sister that was in Atlanta with him is playing Domino. That's interesting. And finally. A certain Star Wars character's name has become extremely popular over the past year. Just not the one you're expecting. What would you the, so the Social Security Administration released its list of names used for babies in 2016, and the name Kylo has, ran has landed uh. at the 901st spot, making it the fastest rising Star Wars name. Oh, I, I was hoping it was Kit. Uh, here, I was hoping it was Kit Fisto. No. Uh, of course, it, it, it has still has not overtaken the most popular Star Wars boy's name, Anakin, which is 123 spots ahead of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's because Luke technically isn't a Star Wars kid's name. It was always a name. Well, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> and more, more, more Bible oriented anyway. Yes. Uh, I'm named anyway, my next son Darth. As opposed to as opposed to Anakin, which is a name I've, I've named after a British film director. No, Vader. No, I'll name my Vader. I'll name my son Ta Talon Card from you know from the. Anyway, you uh, have to pay <laughs> Timothy Zahn to use that. Yeah, I know. Uh, anyway, for more news and commentary from the Nerdy Venom, check us on Twitter at Five Nerdy Venom. That's F I V E Nerdy Venom. Our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Five Nerdy Venom. Again, F I V E Nerdy Venom. And that's your news for this Tuesday evening. Who are the people in your neighborhood? <laughs> oh, sorry. That's the wrong show. Meow, 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 meow. Just shows going through my head. Oh, Mr. Keeley, what are you doing here? That was funny. This is NATG, National Educational Television Network. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, quick shout-out. Quick shout-out. For some reason, Dalek reminded me of it uh, with his national 
something. Anyway, um, uh, shout out to Blur Girl for putting up a uh, post about uh, information about how to recognize for a stroke, which is very good. She uh, she actually <clears throat> she actually had suffered a stroke a few years ago, oh, um, which which she healed from. She, oh, she that's healed good. From the recovery. Uh, yeah, but uh, but uh, it, it was very interesting. So uh, check out the Blur Girl on Twitter and check out our timeline. She put a very nice post on on uh, you know the uh, conditions of stroke and stuff like that. Very enlightening, and uh, she was she was great for putting out that information and telling her own personal story. Because she's not she's not old. She's young, so you know it can happen. It could definitely happen. So watch out. Watch out, people. Be healthy. Um, um, yeah, King Arthur, man. Let's get into it, JD. King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. You're gonna have yep. to help me, JD, because I, I don't, uh, I don't have the names of a lot of the actors in front of me. I know okay. Hunnam was in it. I forget the sister that played the mage, but Is Colin uh, Farrell in it. Cool. Excalibur was in it. Uh, no, Colin no. Excalibur was not in it. Excalibur. Uh, no, actually, it wasn't. You know, what, actually, what? you know who was in it? Um, the lady that played Lena Luthor from Supergirl was in it. And is that her? That's the same girl? No, no. The mage is uh, Astrid. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, Astrid Burke- something, something. Burke Frisbee? Yeah, Burgess Frisbee. That's it. There, there, there's a sage as a Frisbee? What? what? Yeah, I know. It's yeah. That's <laughs> how <laughs> she throws her power. I'm, I'm sorry, Astrid, if we said your name wrong. I apologize now. So Charlie was in That's it. Jude Law was in it. Uh, Astrid was in it. Eric Bana was in it. Sorry. Love him. Uh, who else was in it? Aiden Gillen from Th- Game of Thrones was in it. I was actually surprised. David Beckham was in it. Uh, that just upset me. I was mm-hmm. I was really happy with most of it up until that point. Well, they can't they can't please you all the time, JD. I'm sorry. Yeah, so that was really yeah, really yeah. just. I mean, I mean it's bad enough he has a high pitched voice and all that. Yeah, they, that? thank that, God they gorgeous, didn't let him talk much. In that gorgeous, yeah, in that gorgeous body, you know. Yes. Uh, Katie, Katie McGrath is the is Lena Luthor from uh, Supergirl. She was in it. Like I, wow. I mean, it had quite a few, quite a few recognizable actors in it, which was which was quite a bit of fun to watch. Uh, right. The right. main actor, of and course, that... Charlie Hunnam was. Uh, yeah, Charlie Hunnam. It was fun to watch. That's the whole thing about it. You can't. It was. You can't. You can't watch a Guy Ritchie movie without having some type of fun or be prepared to have some type of fun. And that's what it was. Um, it was pure you're action. Right. You were talking about... Huh? It was pure action. The movie. Yeah. It, it was pure action. I wouldn't say it was epic. It wasn't epic like... No. You know, like a lot of King Arthur movies try to do. Um, but but it, it, it had its own flavor to it. Again, with Guy Ritchie doing his style of work, I, I said in my YouTube review how he likes to do those little moments where you where the character is telling a story and then they yeah. flash back real quick and stuff like that. Or in the beginning that you mentioned, JD, when they were showing 
rather his life. Yeah. how yeah. King Arthur went from a baby to you know a baby to uh, uh, you know full, full grown man. Belt. Yeah, yeah. And um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed I enjoyed Hunter's performance. I enjoyed everybody around him. His, his sidekick buddies were awesome. The uh, yes. <laughs> you, you know, huh? Yeah, the they were fun. Yeah. The diversity in there was cool, you know, showing the uh, type of Europe that that was, a, you know, that was populated by different people because it was populated by different people, the Moors and so forth. Um, and showing a little bit of magic. I wasn't sure how much magic from the trailer. I wasn't sure how much magic was just a dream that he was having from the trailer. The main, you know, Arthur was having yeah. from the trailer. Or was it actual magic in there? But thankfully, they did put a little magic, and uh, you, you know that kind of paid off. It was a little CG, you know, game CG at the end. But, but did it, you see it, it in three D? Okay. I did not see it in three D. Okay, so the three D was awesome. It really was. Oh, if you well, got to see it in three D, it was it was awesome, which is why I liked it. I, I also I, liked it because it was uh, based on the the original. And I had to, I went with a couple of guy friends on this, and they, they said that it was based on the original fantasy of King Arthur. It wasn't based on the uh, Gwyneth, uh, Guinevere and Arthur, King Arthur Camelot storyline. Camelot! Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, and that's why it was, yeah, that's why it was different than most of the other King Arthur films, which always have, you know, Whenever you're coming in so soon, and how they right. made the 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 knights and everything else, so I, I found it more interesting because they didn't do that. Because I don't need a big romance in the middle of a a story. I want to see the action. If you're going to do King Arthur, yeah. do him right, or else don't do him at all. Uh, yeah, you're on the line. The kingdom's yeah. on the line. Who's got time for love? You, you know? heard yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the the um, take on the fates. Which is I didn't know that's who they were uh, in the water. Oh, the fates, right, right. Yeah, I didn't realize that's who that was. And I have I, a feeling I, that that's kind of who they were. I, I couldn't put a name on it, but I figured it was like the, you know, like the yeah, three witches well, type thing, the fates. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't know, but they did a interesting take on that, and the lady in the lake again, and I, I quite yeah. liked how he he saw it. Compared to, again, every other film for King Arthur that I have ever seen that is so boringly done, either the fates, oh. three women on a... Oh, they have. They're boring it's, as crap. They are. I got it. You know? Wait, wait, okay. So I like being bored now sometimes. So the, so, wait, wait. No, so you the, agree so with so Excalibur then, uh, Toby? I was literally just talking about the sword. Oh, okay. I love swords. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the sword was hot. The yeah. sword was hot. Yeah. That sword is not Excalibur, you know. <gasps> You're sword, kidding. The, the sword didn't give a crap about your bloodline. It yeah. wasn't going to be used and abused. You know, the sword was going to do what it was going to do. And, <laughs> and that was and, pretty cool that, that he had. That was really nice. That had a yeah. little, you know, kind of a little Thor taste to it um, with with. with you, you know, you 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 have to be right. You have to you have to 
be truthful with yourself in order to uh, in order to wield the sword and stuff. That that I kind of like. Yeah, and um, that it had to be a Pendragon bloodline to use it. You couldn't just be anybody. Right. Right. Uh, right. You couldn't just be. And 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 not only that, not only the Pendragon bloodline, but but you had to be. Like I said, you had to be right. It, it's almost like Thor. He had to be right in order to wield the hammer. You know. Yeah. Which um. Which an interesting. I, I was listening to. Uh, I was listening to uh, Elvis Mitchell. Uh, few years ago, and I forgot who he had on there, but uh, they were talking about not mind over matter, but spirit over matter when it came to things like Excalibur and Jolner and stuff like that. When it came to um, objects that you could wield if your if your spirit was right, if, the, if if your spiritual side was right, and not necessarily mind over matter. And I just thought it was an interesting concept, and this was. This was again a good example of um, of Excalibur just uh, just not caring. Yeah, <laughs> tell things yeah. were cool. We also thought um, it was it, it was interesting that they called the mages mages and not um, oh my goodness. Yeah, sorcerers, wizards. And yes, yeah. Well, wizards. all the other other names that they've ever called them, they actually just called them mages. They didn't give names to any of them. Yeah. So I think yeah. did she even mention Merlin? I think she did. Uh, what? But, 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 I, I, but for the I don't most know, part, I don't know. She did, but the, the the person that delivered the message that she was coming said she yeah. was Merlin's, uh, you, you know, okay. one Merlin's assistant or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So I mean, his name only comes up for like half a second through the whole movie. The rest of the movie is about mages, mm-hmm. and I like that too. That you know, it wasn't just about one mage. The whole the whole mm-hmm. system wasn't about one mage. There was more of them at one point. How right. most of the magic was due to a bunch of them being there, not just this one guy popping up and doing all this stuff, or two two mages, right. one good, one evil. So yeah, I quite like that. It was again, yeah. it was a great film. I thought Charlie did a great job of it. He can kick ass. Holy jeez, <laughs> was just. He was, he was going through some parts uh, when he finally is able to wield Excalibur, uh, and you'll see it in the film that he takes out a bunch of people, and they yeah. speed it up and slow it down in a in a three hundred kind of way so that you could see what he's doing. But then again, you're not getting the full gist of it. But it was really good. I enjoyed it. It was a little. It was just a smidgen cooler than. Uh... 300 yes in 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 what was happening around it the whole dust and excalibur was kind of causing a storm at the same time you know hunnam was fighting and, yeah you know yeah. that, that was over. really cool and the power of it the the, the, the like the magic of it is kind of coming out and stuff was pretty interesting yeah and and just to talk about the maid somebody had mentioned that she also could have been a uh Standing for uh, Guinevere, possibly. You know that she could have been a combination of, of, uh, um, you know, of of of, of the, the a wizard and and uh, Guinevere. You know, yeah. Which yeah. I thought I heard... might have been an interesting take. Yeah, I heard that too. Again, I was glad they didn't go with that kind of romance storyline because that again would have ticked right. me off. Because I didn't yeah, want to see. Wasn't 
Yeah, well, well, it was just it, it wasn't necessary for the story, and I'm glad they didn't yeah. know that because they pushed a lot of story in a short amount of time. I mean, they had to grow them up from right. like 10 to what 25 or something. How long and was then, this movie, yeah. anyways? Like 90 minutes or something? Two hours. No, two hours. Yeah. Uh, Jeez, 140 hours. minutes. I think 140 okay. minutes, something like that. Okay, yeah, yeah. It was it was really well done. The pacing was great. Because as soon as you think you're going to, you know, there's a little bit of a lull, and there's very few lulls in it uh, where they actually try and explain stuff, then they'll hit you with more action before you can even blink. Right. So, again, I like the pacing. I loved all the um, filmography, I guess. It was just... Oh, cinematography. Thank you, thank you. Another... (laughs) Yeah, the cinematography was good. I like cinematography was good. They, Yeah, I'm sorry. I, they, I was thinking history of films. Sorry. <laughs> she went back uh, to school. The cinematography was good with the uh, with, with the backdrop. You know, they had the backdrop yeah. of uh, you, you know the UK with the with the with the town. They had the like like little you know poor fish town that yes. that uh, Arthur grew up in and stuff like that. The castle was pretty cool. Um, yeah, another it was bleak uh, actor. Another actor that was in it that was real cool. Again, shout out to the idea of the diversity in here. Um, they had a uh, hundred eye from Marco Polo was in this, and he was also teaching uh, his his sort of thieves guys how to fight, and he taught Charlie how to fight and stuff like that. And that oh, that's was who really that was. Cool. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, the guy, the guy from Marco Polo. He's he's a real cool actor. I forget his name, but he's Tom uh, He's always good to see, huh? Tom Wu. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It could be, but um, yeah, that was another another you know another treat to see him, uh, just just kind of doing his thing in the background and had a pretty good part in in the middle of the film. And stuff. So yeah, JD, it was a it, to me it was a well-rounded story. Yeah. Um, you kind of saw the world that they were in, which was pretty cool. Uh, like I said, towards the end, the magic dude law played pretty good. I can't say. Yeah. I can't say he gave like a hundred percent. Maybe that's a. I, I did cr- critically. I did feel like at moments the writing could have been punched up, especially towards the end. It could have been uh, a little I, bit more epic if the if the uh, dialogue was a little stronger between. I think Charlie Guy Ritchie and, uh, used. You know. I think Guy Ritchie uses Jude Law as, as one of his muses because if you've noticed, Jude has been in like four of the last five Guy Ritchie films. Yeah, could be. Could be. So I, mean, I think he just throws him throws him in there anytime he gets a movie. Oh, I got a movie. Let's get Jude Law and figure out where he's gonna go. And, and just put them in there. Yes, that's exactly. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. Like I said, I just think that uh, you could take advantage of Jude Law's uh, the 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 weight that he can muster when it comes to his acting and stuff. You could kind of take advantage of it with the right dialogue. I don't think yeah. towards the end, towards the end, there was a lot of action and stuff like that. But I don't know if there was that good villain. You, you, you know, good villain yeah. speech type thing, you know, or something like that. Not not yeah. hammy, but actually just good, you know, just good dialogue and stuff. But all in yeah. all, all in all, I really liked it. Uh, yeah. 
you know, all the characters are likable. What about Blue? Uh, what about Blue and his dad? That was a really yep. strong moment. Yep. That was a yep. really strong I was surprised. Um, yeah. Uh, Hanum dealing with uh, uh, Jaman Hanzu's character, where uh, Hanzu was like leader of this, you know, rebellious force or whatever. Did yeah. they? Uh, did they use the traditional names or no? They, some they did. I think some they did use the traditional. But because by the end of the movie, they start throwing out, like, you know, some of the names that we all know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, which ended pretty good. I like the, I like the, I like the closure that they had towards the end of the movie and how it yes. wasn't, like, blown up, but it was kind of like, okay, this is uh, pretty cool. This is understandable. This now, is, did they, this did is they have the, uh, about a guy. No, no, that, this is a story about a guy who didn't know who he was, you know, finds himself in this, or not quite Lord of the Rings, but finds himself in this situation where, you know, he is he is a king. He doesn't want to be it. He wants to be a regular guy. But he can't stand by and let things just happen, you know, in a bad way. He knows that he's got the power to change it. Um, but he still remains the regular guy. That's That's... That's the good part. The closure of the film is that he's still just a regular guy. Yeah. You know, he's not like, okay, I got to stand up straight and be king. He's like, no, no, you, you, you got the king and you got the guy that, you know, grew up in the street behind. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. will beat you down like he beats down his, his people and, you know, his enemies in the street. In the street, you know? yeah. So that, that was a nice little... You know, that was a nice little grounding type of uh, thing that they had towards the, towards the, uh, you know, towards the closure of the movie. What were you saying, No, I was going to ask, now, was there an after credit sequence where Sam Jackson shows up as Merlin and invites him to be part of the Knights of the Round Table? Yeah, no. yeah. There was exactly that credit scene. <laughs> um, Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> no, unfortunately, I stayed for the credits. I, I I was hoping that there'd be a little something, but no credits. See, that would have made that would have made the movie like a hit if they had Sam Jackson. Have, uh, yeah, no, have him show uh, no. It's like, you Absolutely. know, having a person, yes, like, motherfucker, you think I'm going to wear some robes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was, it was really well done. And, and again, the timing for everything, I thought, ran through the film well. So you, it, it, there was no boring moments. I didn't find anybody. I didn't have time to look around. And that's basically how I tell if I like a film or not. If I have time to look around at the audience to see what they're thinking... I'm not crazy about the film. If I don't have time to look around, then, you know, because you're going to miss something. And, and with Guy Ritchie films, you really do have to watch everything because he puts yeah. in these little hints along the way or something that you won't be expecting, but it'll, it'll, it'll foretell the ending. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. I love him. One more question I did have, just because, like, from the trailer and the commercials and everything, was the movie completely devoid of color, worse than a Zack Snyder movie? Because God dang, they showed no color whatsoever in the trailers. Actually, I don't think there was much color. Do you? It was all gray all the time in those trailers. It was pretty much, yeah. 
the the movie was pretty yeah. great. Yeah, it was a well, it was it a blue gray. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Yes. And they were and they were trying to show. I mean, I know bathing was a problem back then, but still, geez. Yeah, no, they showed it as pretty bleak, like a, a pretty bleak error. Um, yeah, so they went the DC only, way. But I think only the. I think only the. Yeah, there was a when little his, color then. Yeah, when his father was alive, there was maybe a bit color of color with the with the. With the prostitutes, there was, uh, you, you yeah, know, the, uh, the color. Oh, we got Bison yeah, online. Defend yeah. the movie Bison. What's your thoughts? Uh, I just Bison. noticed he called Bison. in. Yeah, Relax. I, didn't I didn't see that bullshit. Come on. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's so Warner bad. Brothers. This is as close to a DC movie as you're getting to Wonder Woman. <laughs> Depressing, gray, boring, you know, low reviews. Next, next <laughs> performing box office. This is a DC movie. Produced by Kevin Goldsman. Hold on, let me say something. Next movie I'm going to see is Dunkirk. I'm going to skip all of them. All of them. No, Wonder Woman. Wow, you put us to shame about DC movies and you're not even going to see Wonder Woman? No. I might see it later. I'm not pressed on it. I'm yeah, not pressed on any of them. I, I saw I saw the trailer for Dunkirk. It does look good, but I'm not a war movie person, yeah. so yeah, I don't know it if looks, I could handle it. Yeah, yeah, it's way too intense, and it's like I don't know if I want to see it at that time uh, of year. I, I, I'm I've, not good with war movies, so I don't know, I don't think I can see it. Well, who really wants to see three hours? Dunkirk's gonna be good. Well, I mean, who really wants, wants to see like three hours of the British Army getting its ass kicked? Yeah, I mean that's really what this movie is, and it's like, do I really want to see that in a theater? <laughs> I do. I do. Some people like those type of films. I know it's hard. I know y'all ass, you know, Marvel's dick is so down y'all throat, y'all don't see other movies. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Other genres <laughs> And there are people like to see other genres. No, I mean, I know they do, and more power to them. It just looks like, you know, too depressing to watch. <laughs> well, it is war. I mean, you know, it yeah. is like real life, but... Yeah. I just want to see something. It's like the I'm DC universe. King. I tell you what turned me off with King Arthur, which I didn't want. One, I mean, Guy Richards is a very talented filmmaker, but he has an aura about him that he can't shake right now. But I think there's some films you can't update and put in a cool soundtrack. I mean, it, I, I mean, Excalibur is still the standard bearer for that, and I don't see anything challenging that right now. And, you honestly have to see because again i've seen excalibur i've i've honestly seen all the king arthur movies it sucks but i've had excalibur to see them when it came out jd when it came I out did. Did i it? did you know again i've you know my exes have all liked king arthur like it was a big thing to see all the king arthur so i've been watching them since i was a kid but did you Every watch king arthur damn... and knights of justice <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, that was the other option. I was going to play. If you guys had picked uh, Ron Wasserman, I would have played that theme. But nope, you didn't pick it. <laughs> but JD, did you see saying, Black? It was did you it's see Black Knight. <laughs> I, I did. Did you see it? Did you see a kid in the King Arthur's court? <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did. I'm telling you, I. The ex was a big King Arthur fan. Did you see that Whoopi Goldberg movie where she went back to the past for no reason whatsoever? <laughs> no, I, I hopefully missed that one. Hopefully, is, I missed is, that one. Is, is this worth an 
Yeah, did you see Black Knight? You laughed. I did. I did. I can't remember it well, but I've seen it. JD, is it worth an iTunes rental or full payment or Redbox if a person doesn't want to see it in a movie theater? You know what? It's worth the iTunes rental. Yeah, I would say iTunes rental. I would say if you're a Guy Ritchie fan... You'll enjoy it. You can you can do a six dollar Tuesday, yeah, and and be pretty satisfied. Um, uh, it, I, I wouldn't say it's a full price for everybody except the most devoted. Yeah, the guy. One critic was like, "This was the worst King Arthur retelling ever," and I was like, "No." There was no. a lot of reviews that <laughs> attacked well, it for that. The the problem yeah. was with the reviews is that most of them were going off the King Arthur Camelot. Guinevere, uh, that... basically fairy tale, compared to this one, which is the Celtic original fantasy with magic King Arthur telling. I mean, they went and, and depressed it up. <laughs> well, no, they went backwards. They went further back in the King Arthur lore than any of the other <laughs> tellings of King Arthur, which is why this one is so different. Yeah, and, and all that's why I kept... dragon stuff and all that boring yeah, shit. Yeah, and, and that's why I, mean, I said was... it's I don't know. They still, they, they still, they still got the origin of Excalibur wrong. This was no, no worse than. Uh, yes, that's no not the start than... in the set. I mean, would it have been so bad to have what's like the, you know a origin? colorful okay, big ass sword? Hold on, hold on. How would you know Dallas, what they did the with the sword in Excalibur if you didn't see the what's, movie? I read the spoilers. That the, sword did not show up till the very end. Actually, it showed what's the origin up way of Excalibur? It gets it from the Lady of the Lake. The Sword of the Stone is, is the actual sword of Uther Pendragon, but it is not Excalibur. What? And that's what? A, and that's from Mallory, mind you. And that's what? I was going to say that's both tellings, which is the Lady in the Lake was the one that gave the sword the power, and gave it to Pendragon. You know, gotten into yeah. spoiler territory. Yeah. Sorry, well, but she that's what it is. transported that football well, team to the past. No, and, like, fine. You know, we so get, they can be... Spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah, spoiler time. No spoilers. Sam Jackson in the movie, disappointingly. No, but, no it, but again, this is... No, what this... was cool, J.D., you remember how that sword was made. Whether yeah. it was the caliber or not, you know, the way Dallas... Yeah. But how, uh, how Merlin had something to do with it, too. Yeah. That was cool. Yes. Like I said, it's the actual kind of pre-telling where magic is more prevalent in the King Arthur story than the other ones where it's more Camelot and Guinevere and the knights. This one is yeah, about I the magic like, and everything. It, it made perfect sense. It made perfect sense why Excalibur had, you know, power that it had in this movie, right? Yeah. With the, with the wizards, with the Merlin and Merlin's yep. enemy, you know, Merlin's enemy that they showed and you know, I was like, yo, that's kind of hot. Yeah. I like that. That was decent. Yeah, I, again, I mean, it's it's easy to to uh, pick on a film that Besides you haven't seen. Besides the movie you haven't seen. Yeah, yeah. and, yeah, and I could and I could <laughs> say, well, gee, you know, I got the spoilers from all the Game of Thrones TV shows I've ever seen before I saw the show, and it doesn't do right. half the justice of actually seeing the show. So whatever spoilers well, or, or notes you got on the King Arthur, you have to see it because Guy Ritchie well, does an awesome reveal, job. 
the true reveal is that again, Rotten Tomatoes, they started out with an eighteen uh before the film came out. Then they bumped it up to twenty three out of a hundred. But the the people that saw it was giving it like a seventy seventy three at first. Yeah. And I think it even went up a little bit after that. And IMDB immediately gave it like a seven point three. I thought it was well my ratings we can rate it now. My yeah. rating was uh, 3.5. I gave it about 3.5 Cosmic Apples. I liked and I gave it, it a 4. I thought that it, was good. Yeah, I liked, I liked everything that they did in it. Uh, you know, some of the actors I wasn't <laughs> crazy about. But for the most part, it was really well done. Really well told. Yeah. Uh, again, the cinematography was amazing. Yeah. It was just, and it, and it just kept going. Like, it, it didn't get yeah. boring. They hit all these little story arcs in the King Arthur, again, fantasy magic history that isn't normally told in the other King Arthur stories, which I enjoyed because I'm telling you, I'm sick of Camelot. Don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, We've yeah. seen Camelot yeah. no, over always, and over and over again. I'm always up for a new, you know, for a new way of seeing a traditional story. It's just interesting to me. And, yeah, um, and I, and uh, I like thought I said, they did the this well. Thing, the only thing that the only thing that kept me from giving a higher rating, it wasn't epic, you know. It was more like a little local, you know, kind of like a local story. It didn't have a lot of, <clears throat> lot of, uh, uh, you know, a lot of grandeur to it or anything like that. But, but I think this cool is going to be a three piece, like like uh, Sherlock, like he's going to do a second one. And then a third one. Um, <laughs> no, they're not doing it anymore. But it was supposed to be six movies total or something, wasn't it? Is it was it this ended, supposed to be it six? Ended. It was supposed to be six. That was their grand intention before it completely tanked. JD, yeah. this is John Carter, Warlord of Mars, 2017. Yeah, this yeah, this is John yeah, Carter be. and the Lone Ranger combined. This is not seeing a future. No, don't put the Lone Ranger in the... <laughs> yeah, the I Lone Ranger sucks. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, Ranger, the Lone Ranger. Yeah, the Lone Ranger sucked. This is John Carter could have just... been a good movie if it wasn't named John Carter and they actually advertised it for what it was. Well, yeah. and I think if that they was called the Princess of Mars, it might have been interesting. And yeah, showed like you know some of the action well. instead of like you know having garbage for advertising. JD was yeah. the movie theater full or you was the only one? <laughs> uh, actually, ours was uh, half full. Ours was half full. The, uh, uh, there was a bunch of people in there on. Well, it was Mother's Day, so it was half full of uh, of people watching the film. We all enjoyed it. Like, I mean, uh, honestly, it was it was quite gripping. And again, we saw it in 3D. So uh, things like what the fates were doing and some of the other things that were happening on on film popped out at the screen. It was the 3D was done amazingly well. So it's made for made for a great film. It seems like the reviews started middling, then it rolled out, and it just got steadily worse. I don't know if it was. It seemed like it was a herd mentality. It looked yep. good, you know, but you know, at first, and then it became everything about you know how much the movie cost. A lot of these. Um, um, 
critics weren't critiquing the movie. They was critiquing the finances around the movie and other things that I thought had nothing to do with the movie. I thought it, people were like, jump on the bandwagon. Tell me if it's good or not. And I haven't really got a good... Yeah. Yeah, um, it was. Was it one hundred seventy-five million dollars worth of movie? I guess that's another question. Yes. Was Especially it if you see one hundred seventy-five million dollars worth of movie. Yes, if you see it in three D. Not one hundred seventy-five. No, that's yes, what the budget was, and it's like, oh, maybe was it three. like you know, was it worth that much, and could they have probably done it for cheaper? <laughs> Not if you didn't see it in three D. So if you saw it in three D, you'll see why it was worth every cent that they spent. I mean, I'm just surprised they gave Guy Ritchie that much of a budget when he hasn't really had, you know, a hit. In it's ever. It, it, it's not so much Ritchie. Uh, it's that they've been trying to get this movie off the ground. It's, it's the same problem um, uh, Superman Returns had where the budget was so front-loaded by all the failed attempts so that I have to off offset it that. It also sounds like World War Z. What happened to World War Z, right? Oh, that yeah. had reshoots because they decided to not make the movie the book was based off of. Yeah, well, that still turned yeah. a profit. That's getting a sequel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ugh. But the problem, the problem with this one was it was prejudged by again, uh, and I and I'll I'll say this as is by an American audience that doesn't always get the British humor in a movie. There no. was a lot of British humor in this. But movie. there wasn't even it wasn't even seriously British humor. It was. Yeah. It, 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 I mean, ladies weren't getting, a, getting their clothes stripped ground... and ch being chased no. by with silly music playing. So I mean, hold on. It was grounded that's, enough but, that you between could connect slapstick. To it. Yeah, that's kind of slapstick, Monty Python. This is that's Eddie Hill. Humor. Yeah, compared to what, what was in there. I mean, if they wanted, like, you know, to advertise it as, like, you know, a fun comedy slash action movie, they should. It isn't. It isn't a comedy. It, it, but there is it's not. very it's not subtle British humor in there. Yeah, it's tongue in cheek. It's a little yeah. tongue in cheek. Well, maybe they it missed just, it because it was... the soundtrack drowned it out. Because those kind of movies have a way of doing that. Nope. Wait. Soundtrack didn't. Again, did you, have... you even see it? He no, I'm just making a, a, like assumptions because like a lot of these movies no, that have yeah, this failure yeah, thing, yeah, like have no, this thing where this. No, they have this failure trend where the soundtrack loves to drown out the audio, and that's a problem because people don't know how to mix no, audio. No, it wasn't that because you know what movie was? You know what movie came close to that? But I love the soundtrack was uh, Guy Ritchie's other one, The Man from Uncle. The soundtrack oh, yes. was beautiful. Yeah, you know, the soundtrack was really good. The action was good. Was everything. <laughs> Yeah, but that was okay compared to this one. You know, I liked yeah, well, Man from I Uncle, liked Man from but Uncle I didn't a lot. say it was it was awesome compared to <laughs> this movie. This movie was awesome. Like it was really well done. Lots of action. The storyline was right. good. You know, it was different than yeah. all the other King Arthur movies. I think, and again, I, you know, for all the assumptions line... that are being made, that's why it didn't do well because everybody assumed right. what it should be like instead of going to see it and seeing what it actually was there's a whole bunch of assumptions right which is our was. culture which is our culture right now because everybody wants to assume you know and, and and i think there's millions of daleks out there that are like you know guy richie's euro trash and blah 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 and i'm like yeah. now do you think the other uh, movie and see like what i 
Well, uh, yeah, uh, but at least Sorry, we have like, we have films like Revolver and Rockerola to pr- and then swept away and oh Whatever, god, man. Wow. all of swept that, away. all of that. He made up for all of that with Sunshine. He made up for all of that with Sunshine. Sunshine he didn't direct Sunshine though. An incredible <laughs> sci-fi movie. It was really well acted. That wasn't him. Really well directed. That's Danny Boyle. That's Danny Boyle. Stop, yeah, that's stop. not him. That's yeah, Danny Boyle. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, Danny yeah, Boyle. Well, hold, on. Danny Boyle. hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we get too he crazy. He did Snatch. He, he did... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Hold on. He did Sherlock. He did Snatch. He did... Is this Two Smoking Barrels? Two Smoking yeah. Barrels? Yeah, here, here's the uh, old you. question, though. It's like, what and have I, you done I, for I me lately? I would debate you on Revolver, Dalek. I would debate you on Revolver. I thought that was now, hey, before we get too out of this, do you think it's more of a pushback, not against this movie specifically, but against old titles in general? I mean, because this seems to be the ongoing curse of dated property. I mean, it's not, I'm not even sure if it's pro- like, you know, public domain properties, I'll say, where it's like, you know, who is this movie for? Why is this movie being made? It's like, does anybody well, care about this character? And it's like, it seems like these movies are being made for you. audiences that aren't there. Why did we need another? I, I, I don't think anybody was asking for a King Arthur film. I mean, it's the same as like when they make like you know endless Robin Hood movies or Three Musketeers movies, and there's no audience for them because nobody wants them. True. Nobody wants them. Yeah. Yeah. I read an article that, that pointed the finger at Warner Brothers, where they having problems franchising films, and they having some leadership issues. They don't have showrunners or. Yeah, or I mean they're desperate. <laughs> Not surprised. I mean, they got films making money. I mean, Skull Island, Lego, Batman. I mean, they had and the hit. money from those is the yeah. money that they use. No, but like the they want to be Disney, but they're not Disney. That's the thing that's happening. It's like they want, like they have their hit franchises, but it's like they want more, and they seem to be tapping a yeah. well that's already yeah. been dried forever. Been dried for a long time. Well, what was the last the, part of it? Well, what was the last King Arthur movie to try to profit? What was it? First Night. <laughs> I think Maybe. it was first night. Was it first night? I thought that was a yeah. bomb too. No, it, it, it was. I a bomb. think that one. That one did get a. I think it made its money though. First night. JD and the other Canadians on the call. I have a, a silly question I want to ask. Oh, sure. I don't know the answer to this. Has there ever been a film that Canada? I know they do North American totals. I've never really seen it broke. Has a film done very well in Canada? that tank here that kind of carried it over the, the finish line or made money. No, I don't really hear it broken down. That I, I, what I'm hearing I, is like, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I don't think that we have enough people in Canada, yeah, Canada. to actually carry. Yeah. Hey, before you start saying anything about Canada. No, I'm just saying like y'all don't have like the box office number or at least don't have the notable we don't have the they, they don't have the international attraction that like you know China or something has where it's like you actually know, we hand over fist growth. Yeah. yeah, we don't have the population that uh, America and the and the Chinese have compared yeah. to for a box office, which is is the simple truth. But when it comes to movies that have been liked more in Canada than in the states, yeah, we've done a few. Uh, I can't. Oh. I can think <laughs> of only a couple off the top of my head, but they those were documentaries. I'm looking uh, at a... a uh, I'm not a sure how example. accurate... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Um, let me uh, give a quick th- example, J.D. That Indian film that just came out a couple of weeks ago. Oh, um, yes. you know, oh yeah. Something, something. 
you see what I'm saying? I mean, that was such a niche yeah. film that a certain population, so I'm not going to say all Indians saw that. I'm not that thin. But, I mean, a certain population put that film in the top five. Well, yeah. And I'm know, sure... Yeah, yeah no, it busted every record for Indian production and, ever. And, and, and unfortunately, I mean, not unfortunate, but uh, just to say, you could say all Indians seen it because I actually have an Indian friend that yells out that all Indians went out to see it. Yeah, I mean, that's really what happened, and then word of mouth yeah, I, I spread outside not. of there, because, I mean, it's been a green box office for that one, amazingly. Yeah, but Bollywood has a strong presence in uh, in Canada as well. I mean, it has a strong presence in the States, but they do they do uh, have a strong presence in, in Canada, and then, of course, India will always I, back most of their stuff. Now, I actually oh, found right. a top-grossing movie and, list uh, for, like, okay. And yes. uh, that's enough. All right. No, I was going to say, like, Canada actually... No, not to to say it's not a good conversation, because we we constantly want to try to figure out, you know, what the audience is and, you know, what what the movie film industry is and how how the connections are, you know, the relationships. We always talk about that. But I wanted to finish up the show. I really wanted to give some time to talk about... uh, Hey, wait, wait, wait. Master Nunn and Season Sorry. I got of, one. Like, of what? what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? Master of none. With Master of none. Sorry. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I only caught part of it, so I wanted to tweet it out. Yo, Master of none. Aziz Ansari has turned out to be uh, 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 creative. I, I, not quite. I, I don't know if I call him genius. Personally, I think that he is a genius as far as you know what he's been able to do, what he has done with his own property. And how he's been able to uh, put different takes on it. So, second season, the first season was good. Master Nun is about a guy, an uh, uh, actor of Indian descent, that, um, you know, is trying to get ahead. He's got to deal with love life, he's got to deal with jobs, he's got to deal with family. Uh, a typical thing, you know, it almost has that Seinfeld uh, feel to it and whatnot, but it, it includes a lot more. Um, uh, sort of internal, intimate, you, you know, relationship type of situations that look at things from, you know, how shallow how shallow life could be and how connected life could be. Or how disconnected actually. I think I think the one of the things about a show is to show how, you know, how we really have to have make an effort to connect with each other. You know, that that's one of the elements of the show. As the first season, the second season starts off um, the episode that he directed. He's been writing and directing for the show. And uh, the second, the first episode of the second season starts off like a 60s Italian film. And I love it. He shot it in black and white. And it was just a beautiful, <laughs> it's just a beautiful thing to see him, uh, uh, you know, do his take and do something different. And then the show shows his life. He has a beautiful story arc uh, through it, but it's real. It's very grounded. It's got the comedy in there. The comedy's fine. But the uh, the emotional content and to show the three-dimensionality between himself, the characters around him. There was episode eight with, uh, with Angela Bassett and Jack Hay. Uh, that that was about uh, uh, his friend growing up and and her coming out 
to her family coming out that she was gay. Um, that was a really excellent episode. And I think I think this episode, I think this season is going to possibly be nominated for an Emmy because he really dug down him and his uh, writing partner. <clears throat> they really dug down and and uh, you know brought out some real stuff. You know, and it's very diverse. There's one episode called New York, I Love You, and it was just a very good slice of life uh, image of what, you know, just what everyday people in New York might be doing, you know, but in an entertaining way. Um, I, I, I can't I can't suggest more for everybody to check it out when they get a chance. It's not for everybody, but there's a good chance that a lot of you guys will like it because it's pretty good. You said you saw the first season or part of the first season, JD. I I saw part of the first JD. season. I've been I've been meaning to. It's oh, been on my queue. I just haven't gotten around to it. Right. I've seen it. What do you think? Uh, what do you think, Bison? Bison's gonna be like that was trash. You know? <laughs> Believe me, not. What do you think, Bison? Um. I thought they tried to be avant-garde. It worked in places, and some places it didn't. I know he has a core fan base. With, in, the, in this, uh, in this season or the first one? Um, this season, right, right. You know, I only I only went through maybe three episodes so far. Um, like with the British woman, that kind of came off if ifish. You know, and I've been to Italy and spent time there, but I'm not gonna go. All the way. I think what he like what he's doing is he's putting people of color in situations that we're not used to seeing. I'm not I at a hundred percent meaning that is good art. It's still he still has good strong writing with the show. I'm not gonna take yeah. that with away from him. But I think he's right. saying, Listen, why can't a brown man and a black woman from America and Europe, why can't we remove them and put them in um, Northern Italy and no one ask any questions? So with that, I get he gets a salute for me. Yeah, because I mean that's it, it just changes the narrative. But I, I hate to say it, I think because it's so early in the year, it's going to kind of get lost in the shuffle by the time the award nominations come out for next year. That's just my opinion because there's so much strong television out here now. Yeah, there's some incredible TV. I just I just feel like it was different enough that it might <clears throat> that it might hang around in the radar um, as as people discover it, right? But but it's that second season that really uh, puts it over. I thought it you got know a that, little um, heavy. You know that, um, um, I had a brain fart. The woman who showed it went to Hulu. Um, that was recently counted. It was on Fox. It was about an Indian woman who was a nurse. Oh, um, oh the, Mindy, the Mindy Project? Mindy Project. Mindy Kaling. Yeah. 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 So that show has been canceled. So I want to know, you know, what she's going to do, what her next project is going to uh, be. She yeah, has a that's show. Actually, she has a new show uh, that she's producing and will have a reoccurring role in on NBC yep. in the fall. Okay, the reason I say that, and me and Geek Sober, we're dinosaurs, so I'm going to say it. Hollywood don't like two. You know, they're happy with one, can't have two. 
So I, I don't know. Her and Aziz were on, like, you know, at the same time on the same network because she was on yeah. The Office and he was on uh, Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. No, what he's saying, what he's saying is, as far as a lead, right. as far as the, uh, show having them. a lead and stuff. Can they have? Will they have two Indian show? That, that's what I'm saying. And, you know, don't. This is just me. You know, I'm from an archaic age, but you know, I'm still a realist. I think what, what, what they both are doing are very good. Yeah. Because now there's so much, you know, with all the streaming services, with Facebook joining in later. Um, you know, will we see an increase in people of color who are showrunners who can script their own shows and get them, you know, like chewing gum and what have you? Um, yeah. I mean, we've seen that there's a few, but, you know, 10 out of 400 is still pathetic. So yeah, that's my only thing. Will this increase or we're going to kind of do a happy dance because we got 10? I'm hoping it's a run for it. I, I think one of the things that'll help out is if they continue to push out and let people know that they are the front runners because I think that's one of the biggest things that yeah. they get lost in the sauce is that the, the fact that they don't know who's doing it they just see the face and it's like okay yeah I want to be yeah. Yeah. an actor or not, you know I just that's one of the big things. instead of being the, the actual person doing the, that's the one of the show. big things about uh Master None that they said that it was Aziz's show and that they they actually did a, a um, you know a promo about him talking about he wasn't getting too many roles you know he wasn't getting a, a whole lot of roles at one point and he figured he'd just you know write a role for himself which his show came out of which I think is uh, yeah I, I, I don't know as, as long as we rich now these days as long as they keep giving these creatives uh, some room to tell their stories in their own way um, I, I think it's a possibility that we could see continue to see uh, you know people of color people of different backgrounds uh, you know kind of tell stories and get, get the okay from the network you know, and, 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 and you know one of the things is seeing ourselves there like Get yeah. the picture. Paint the picture. Yeah, you can't yeah. be there. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like Bison just said. You you got a black woman from UK, uh 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 Indian man from the US. They're meeting in Italy and they're hitting it off. You know, they're having something special and it was and it's shot in black and white and it's shot in a sort of Italian you know, Italian cinema uh uh style and whatnot so it, it, it's like all these different things and you see these you kind of let these images wash over you and, and uh it, it, it's refreshing it's kind of refreshing but let's uh let's move on real quick um let's do a quick box office total yeah and we'll do a movie phone and then we'll close out all right we got box office um sure. yep still number one i mean no uh no uh doubt about that Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, 65.2 million. Number two, it's um, that Amy Schumer movie, Snatch, 19.5 million. All the way down at number three, King Arthur, The Legend of the Sword, 15.3 million. And then just the bottom drops out afterwards. Um, Number four, Fate of the Furious, 5.4 million. Number five, it's still in the uh, top 10, Beauty and the Beast, 4.8 million. 
Number six, I'm amazed it's still in the box office. The Boss Baby, 4.4 million. Number seven, How to Be a Latin Lurver, which I don't think I've ever seen an ad for it, but it's still doing well, 3.8 million. Number eight, whatever Lowriders is, 2.4 million. And number nine, That's another Circle. Yo, you're going to stop oh, dissing. You're going to stop dissing Lowrider, man. At least I've never even trailer. heard of it. Like, exactly. I have literally, go, this go, is the first time I've trailer. ever heard of this movie. Find the trailer. Find the trailer. All right. Come number here. nine, The Circle um, does not get the square. It's 1.7 million. And number <laughs> 10, uh, number 10, that Indian movie two, The Conclusion, 1.5 million. 1.59 million. That's our box office. That's pretty interesting top ten. Yeah, I mean, that's That's certainly a diverse mix. (laughs) That's all across the board, too. Yeah. Yeah. This this segment's going to be a mess. Yeah, this weekend. With Covenant and stuff, yeah. Yeah, I don't think (laughs) Bob is good. We're going to throw stuff off. But a lot of people, you know, a lot of people want to see that alien. You know? I, I, I feel I feel like they gotta step it up a little bit with yeah. the you know, whole alien. I'm actually uh, reading a, reading a book that I think is a lot better than what they're about to put out. Oh, what book? <laughs> um, Are you reading Diary of a Wimpy Kid? No, it's the alien. Oh book. God! <laughs> hey, that's a good book series. I actually did read that for a while before I stopped. Ugh. All right, fake movie phone. Let's see what we got coming up. Ring, ring. Hello, you have selected Mr. Fake Movie Film. But first, a review. I Am Not Your Nego gets a three out of five. Oh, really? You finally saw it? Yeah. <laughs> was finally fun. Yo, I think he dropped the mic. <laughs> yeah, I don't have to suspend dialogue, uh, dialect from the uh, podcast. The dialect, yeah. Dialect's dialogue will not be suspended. Dialects dialogue. Yay. At least until the next inappropriate uh, statement he makes anyway. (laughs) Yeah, next inappropriate. So it might be next week, who knows? Yeah, so that means. You liked it. 3.5 is not too bad. It was okay. I mean, um, I'm trying to figure out what exactly what it was. I'm still trying to figure out exactly what it was about. It's very hard. It's it's not like. It's 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 got the same problem. It's not the same problem that the prison documentary from a couple months ago had, where it was like A plus B equals Q. This is A plus B equal A right. uh, several Bs that don't actually equal anything. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It kind of showed his life. It it, it kind of showed what's involved life, and uh, uh, and, and and then it kind of spliced together, you know, King and Malcolm X and the little. You know, a little bit of what was happening in the sixties and stuff, and then that was it. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was a, in that respect, but yeah, it was a, it was a book on tape combined with a clip show, and I don't think that really works as a documentary. Right, right. That's not bad though. Three point five. That's good. I'm glad you have, I'm glad you finally saw it. Remember, the book was un- was not completed that he started to write. So I think yeah, that's right. Awesome. yeah, right. Right. That's why I kind of brought like ends and stuff. All right. <laughs> Hello, you've selected this very fake movie phone. First, Alien Covenant. Who cares? Next, Diary of Ruby Kid. The Long Haul. Who cares? Next, Everything and Everything. Oh, I'm sorry. Everything, comma, everything. Oh, it's Who Robin Williams' last movie ever. It's awesome. Exactly. Is that the one where he plays the talking dog? Yes. yes. Oh, no. 
Who cares? Champion Family, Radio Dreams, Wakefield, Guardians of the Galaxy is playing. You should see that. <laughs> okay. no, Wakefield looks good. Wakefield actually looks good. Yeah, Wakefield's only playing in one theater. Okay, so, so Henry will be able to see it in his fancy-ass New York, but the rest of us will have to wait. Uh, he's not in New York. Oh, his fancy-ass His fancy-ass New York. I haven't seen a movie in New York in about two years now. <laughs> Terrible. Um, no, I'm at Wakefield starring uh, uh, whatchamacallit from Breaking Bad. It just looks in it. A husband <laughs> premises that a husband uh, checks out this little abandoned house that's next to his, like across the street from his, and decides to just stay there because he wants to see what what'll happen if his family realize when his family realizes he's gone, and he just kind of looks at his family as like this ongoing, you know, ongoing uh, uh, drama that's unfolding. He literally stays there for months. <laughs> oh, this is based on a true story. So he's the penguin from Gory. He's dead. They, they want to see. He's looking at what his wife's doing, what his kids are doing, everything. And it, he's growing a beard. I mean, it's an interesting. Watch the trailer. Every merry man. The trailer is the whole movie. It's interesting. Next week, Pirates of the Caribbean, if not earlier, because it might get leaked. Oh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Who said, Mike? Yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean? That's going to be leaked. <laughs> I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, no one, nobody cares about this movie. Exactly. It's like, yo, the security guard is going to pick up the, the disc and just walk out with it. It's going to be on the market tomorrow. All right. It's like, I, it's like thanks yeah. for listening. People, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it about that time but you can always uh you can always hit us on social media and dog 957 the lee underscore c howard toby illuminus johnson j stone zero real lord dalek phil reekin underscore uno Dorita 22 archie mana that shadow scout and definitely hit five very venoms for all your nerdy news facebook and twitter and me of course you can hit on twitter uh google plus Facebook, YouTube, youtube.com slash Soul Brother. You can see me there. Um, um, yeah, I've been, uh, you know, I'm putting up my little reviews there first night. And uh, again, share, share the show with your friends. Tell your friends about it. If you like them, if you like them, uh, go to iTunes, give us a rating, and definitely share, uh, share it out to your buddies and whatnot. And uh, shout out to everybody, all of our friends. We got uh, uh, Universal Fan Con happening next year. Want to continue to shout that out because Black Girl Nerds, uh, Jamie Black Girl Nerds, and uh, the Black Geeks—they're putting it together. They got nineteen, and it should be a great, uh, should be a great event next year. Baltimore, just look for it. Go to UniversalFanCon.com to check it out. And uh, that's about it. I hope you guys come back. Oh, give us a donate Patreon dot com slash Soul Brother or go to uh Soul Brother dot com and hit that donate button. That's that. Donate button. Meow 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 meow. Don't hate meow meow. Meow 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 meow. I do declare the button is one you will not hate. 
I'm pushing it now. <laughs> I'm pushing it now. <laughs> Please do not hit the button. The button do not hit. <laughs> wow. You can drop something in there or Patreon. Thank you again, Bison. Part of our Patreon. Uh, uh, you know, uh, helping out, helping out financially. Really appreciate that. And uh, actually, Bison, you still there? You want anything you uh, got to shout out real quick before we close out? Feel up. No. He's gone. Oh, oh he's gone. Huh? Oh. He left. Oh. And the room got a little dimmer. <laughs> I can't see. Anyway, you guys take care. We'll be back next week. Uh, I've been putting up, I've been catching up to a little bit to the show. So we got Tommy Gamani up from last week and we got the uh, previous episode. So you guys can check that out. Anyway, you guys take care. Talk to you later. Peace. Such a good feeling to know that you're alive. It's such a happy feeling. You're growing <laughs> inside and when you wake up every new day. I don't remember how the rest of it goes. Thank you.